we are talking about, yes, glad to have you back, uh, Darwin. Uh, so you are telling us about um, how to, uh, the kind of stuff we can outsource and the kind of stuff we cannot outsource. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we could do, you know, pretty much anything. Oh, I, I think that was, uh, I, I, I can't remember the point I was going to make. But yeah, we, we could do just about anything. Uh, oh, yes, now I remember. Gosh, okay. You were also asking me, uh, what task could can we do that people may have not thought of? That 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 was it. Exactly, so, yes. um, so we can do like physical things as well, which is kind of cool. For example, uh, let's say you wanted us, uh, us to mail out postcards or something like that, or or greeting cards, or send packages and things like that. Well, we wouldn't do that from the Philippines because that would be incredibly expensive and things don't really come out of the Philippines that well. Um, but, uh, but we use online services for that. So we can send out custom uh, postcards and letters, things that are actually written in your own handwriting, but it's customized. It's unbelievable. Uh, and, and for that, we'll use like send out cards. So for example, you can actually teach send out cards your, your handwriting. So you could have something where you, where you tell your assistant every time uh, we talk to a new client, send them out a card or send them out a card on their, on their birthdays and what have you. And they can literally go send out cards, type out that message. It'll look like it came from your handwriting. It'll be sent from the U.S. and, and they'll receive it. You can do gifts that way as well. In addition to that, we can open snail mail. So, for example, you wouldn't send you, have your mail diverted to the Philippines. The odds are it would never get there. Um, so, <laughs> so instead, um, we use a service called Earth Class Mail. Uh, Earth Class Mail has been around almost since the dot-com days, so well over, I think, a decade. And wow. with Earth Class Mail, I use Earth Class as well because I'm always traveling. So what happens is um, I, I've changed my address, so all of my snail mail gets diverted to a mail center, if you will, and then uh, they digitize everything, and then my virtual assistant, and when I say, when I say virtual assistant, my virtual team, I mean, I have a lot of team members, um, they, one, of them, one of the people on my team, Irene, she logs into Earth Class, and then she sees all of my snail mail, it looks like email, because it's been digitized, and then she can do one of four things with each piece of mail. She can open it, she can shred it, she can recycle it, or she can actually forward it to me physically. So for example, uh, if it's junk mail, she'll recycle it. If it's something that's, you know, not necessarily, it's junk, but it's, you know, a little more personal, proprietary, then she'll, she'll uh, shred it, right, to be safe. If, um, if it's... Uh, um, a check or something that she'll forward it to me in real time or she'll forward it okay. to the bank and I'll get deposited. And then what I do just to kind of turbocharge that, I mean, for me, I have so many people that want to get my attention, so many emails that are being sent to me, so much going on that I am constantly creating processes to outsource or delegate this to somebody else. So, uh, and to make it as efficient as possible. So what Irene does is she goes through the mail uh, once a week, she'll send me an email saying I've attached anything that's important for you. Otherwise, I've dropped it into Google Docs, so it's it's so there's a record of it and she of everything else. So me for me to review my mail might take you know three to five minutes a week. Okay, so basically, uh, uh, from what you are saying, they can practically outsource everything, most things, uh, other than. Uh, since I have to do with physical contact. Yeah, uh, yeah what, you can't, what you can outsource is being the chief visionary in your business, right? And, obviously. And yeah, and that's what you got to do. And, and sometimes you're also in a sales position in your business because somebody doesn't know it as well as you do. Hopefully, eventually you get leverage on that. But yeah, ultimately you want to 
really outsource the minutia. Get, get as much off your plate as possible. That's the only way you're really going to scale a business. And I always tell people when you think about, you know, what should I out, outsource? People quite often don't exactly, like they know they need help, but they don't know exactly where to get started. I do a little exercise with them. So I say, hey, take out a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle. On the left-hand side, make a list of your IGAs. And IGA stand, stands for income generating activities. All the things in your business that create bottom line results in your business. Because there's about a thousand tasks you can do every day in your business. I'm sure you'd agree. But there's only a small handful that creates immediate bottom line results. And that's IGAs or income generating activities. So I, I tell people, make a list of those on the left-hand side. Can you give us examples of those? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, well, you know, sales calls, uh, biz dev, uh, I don't even know, you know, because it, it, it really depends on what your business is. Advertising. Right? Yeah, but, I can, but I, can give, I can give you some of mine. Yeah, like for me, it's like managing advertising, working with our joint venture partners, um, meetings with my team, creating new programs. These are some examples of some IGAs, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, right. and, then, and then on the right-hand side, you make a list of everything else, all the other tasks, the minutiae in your business that's taking up your time. And then what I say is I say, okay, now go back to the left-hand side, take those IGAs, circle anything that could be outsourced or delegated to somebody else. Then you're, there's going to be some stuff on the list that you're like, there's no way this could ever be outsourced or delegated. Take a step back, say, look, what would happen if I had 30 days to do a total brain dump with somebody, do a real, you know, put a system in place, put some processes in place, then what could be outsourced or delegated, circle those. And that's what you want to focus on initially because those are IGAs. So you outsource that to somebody else, you're going to make more money. You're, you're no longer going to sweat having an assistant. You're probably going to hire more. You're going to make more money. You've done that right. Now the next thing is we move on to just all the tasks because at the end of the day, your time is money. Right. And mm -hmm. so now what we want to do is we want to outsource everything that's taking up your time. So it'll free up more of your time to go out and get more business, to strategize on how to build your business and how to scale your business. And when you finally kind of get through that whole thing, you're like bulletproof. That's great. All right. Now, uh, next question here. Uh, now, when I hire um, an employee through your organization or through any managed um, outsourcing service uh, company, uh, the employee, I'm presuming, will have access to my data, all right? Is it, is it safe? Yeah. Then, so, what is um, the, what, yeah. Yeah. So um, they may have access to your data. Of course, that's a choice, right? You don't have to give them access to your data. That's, that's entirely up to you and your trust level. Um, but I'll tell you about this. Um, at 123 Employee, we've never had uh, any, any data breach or anything like that. Um, in the last decade. So, um, so it hasn't been, it hasn't really been an issue. So I never really used to talk about security. Uh, and then I was speaking in Orlando a few years ago and I spoke at a conference. I was well received. We went to lunch and this lawyer came up to me and said, Hey, Dav and I, you know, I really enjoyed your speech. I was really excited about what you, what you had to say. And I was just at lunch with about 12, 13 people and we were all buzzing about what you were talking about. Everyone was so excited, but everyone was talking about security. Everyone was really concerned about the security of, of their business. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never thought of that because we never had an issue. But let's talk about that. Okay, so first of all, what are the most important you know, things in your business? So one is you might be concerned about sharing your client list 
with your team, with your virtual team, right? That might be a concern. And what I'll, what I'll tell you is that that's probably not a huge concern because as important as your proprietary data is to you, it means very little to your employee who's an ocean away. There's not a lot that they could do with that data, to be honest with you. They don't have the resources or the acumen. So um, really, you don't have to sweat that too much. But again, you control how much information Are there any security things that you put in place in one to three employees to uh, protect your clients. That's what I want to hear. It's All right, okay, yes. We don't have it's a lot fun. of time. Okay, we need We that. don't have a lot of time? I thought uh, we had a lot of time. No, for that. I got like <laughs> a, a billion questions for you and I know your time is short. So I'm better. Okay, I appreciate that. Them. Okay. So, um, yeah, so... First of all, what I want you to know is that you control how much data you're going to share with your virtual team. Today's CRMs, like Infusionsoft, One Shopping Cart, uh, Salesforce, all the different platforms out there, you can control how much data you share. You can control the level of access that your employee has to that data. Uh, you can you can allow them to export. Again, data. I'm going to have to come in. I'm going to have to come in because I needed to address a specific question here. That's what all I'm right? doing. No, that's not what it is. You didn't yeah. understand the question. Let me explain the question again. What are the you are talking about what I can give them. That's not the issue. I'm, I want you to talk about what one, two, three employee has in place to protect, to make sure they mitigate. Nobody can prevent disaster to mitigate gotcha. disaster for their clients. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay? So, so ultimately, there's there's a couple of things we need to look at. So what I need to what I let me explain, Opie. So I'm, I'm going to break down the different uh, things that could that are a concern when you think about a breach, and then I'll share with you the different ways that you control that because each one's different. So first of all, uh, with your own proprietary data, your CRM that you use can control how much information your virtual assistant is going to have. So if you want them to see somebody's full social security number, you can. If you only want them to see four digits, you can control that too. So that's not an issue. Now the next two things you have to look at, one is your usernames and passwords, and two is credit card information, okay? So let's talk about credit card information first. So credit card information, you control, again, how much data they can see. In most CRMs, you can you know, do four digits, so they can't even see that information. In addition to that, you may actually share your own credit cards with your virtual assistant, and what you need to know is, the maximum liability you can ever have on a credit card is $50. So who really cares? It's not a big deal. And most premium credit cards today have no liability. So if your card somehow did get compromised, you'd have zero liability. So it's not a big deal. And then the last thing you need to look at is uh, username and passwords. And um, my suggestion for that, the best way to, to, to keep all of that completely safe is to use a platform called LastPass. So there's a lot of password holders out there. There's one password, there's RoboForm, but LastPass is unique for two reasons. Uh, one is uh, you can share passwords with your people, but those passwords are encrypted. And so they can use the passwords, but they can't see the passwords. And then uh, in addition to that, let's say you share about 20 different passwords and then all of a sudden your VA disappears or you get into a dispute or something like that. You hit one button and it turns off all the passwords. I mean, the passwords still work, but they no longer have access to them. So you can certainly sleep at night when you use a platform like LastPass. Okay. Uh, what you have just shared with us, and I appreciate it a lot, is how we uh, can, we, those of us who want to outsource, how we can protect ourselves from security breach and how we can minimize damage to uh, to our data when we use outsourced employees. And that is very much appreciated. That's a question I will have asked later, but it's awesome. So you guys know what to do to protect yourself when you are using outsourced services, but that was not my question. My question is, what is one to three employee doing to protect its 
employees, yeah. his, his clients. And I, you I have it. Maybe let me redirect <laughs> you because I've tried it three times. Maybe you are not understanding my accent. Okay? No, I understand. So, I understand your question. For instance, do you do background check on your employees? What, we, what, how, do you, how do you? Yeah. Let's say my employee. Let me give you a scenario. Let's say my employee, um, the kind of work they are going to do for me requires me to give them sensitive data, for instance, and they abuse it. How do you help us? Do you do you have a process in place to like report to police to like uh, help us uh, follow them, blacklist them? Those are yeah. things I want to hear. So yeah, we, we actually we actually do some pretty intense stuff. So, um, yeah, so one, two, three employees, PCI compliance. So with PCI compliance, we have to go through an incredibly rigorous uh, process uh, for, for our data, our computers, our desks, our chairs, our furniture, our employees, cell phones. The list goes on and on and on. It's absolutely verges on on ludicrous. <laughs> and then yes, we do we do background searches with our people and so on and so forth. And then in the Philippines, uh, there's a, an organization called the NBI, which would be similar to the FBI in the United States. And any um, security breach, as far as employees uh, at, at a contact center, uh, is considered an actual cyber crime. So as a result, yeah, we, I mean, we, over the years, we've had a few things where we've had to kind of, you know, have some issues with some employees. And uh, when we do, it's not pretty, unfortunately, but, but we, just, we, we have to do what we have to do. But, uh, but yes, we, we, we do pretty Fantastic. rigorous security uh, internally. Um, okay. Ope? Yes. I have to get on another call. Uh, hold okay. on that. All right. Stand All right. We're back on track. We're glad to have you back. After that timeout uh, for commercials, we have David Michaels of one to three employee uh, with us, uh, the, uh, the global rock star. Is still with us now. I want to bring this home for some of you because, um, like you said, uh, Davin is a big on the high level, and this thing is done it for so many years for so many big companies and small companies too. That sometimes uh, it says this stuff, I just assume to get it, but I know some of you may not. So we're going to slow it down a bit. I want him to give you like a complete step by step blueprint if you want to get involved in outsourcing. What is the checklist? What do you have to do? Beginning from going to one, two, three employee or wherever. Can you help us out? Sure, yes. absolutely. Okay, so basically, if you're going to start working with a freelancer, you're, you're kind of on your own. You're, you're going to have to create a plan. What I would suggest you do, though, is uh, I, I would create screen capture videos. Screen capture videos is the best way to train somebody for sure. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for that. One is everything you're gonna be doing is computer-based anyways, no matter what, even if you're on the phone, it, it all leads back to a computer. And so uh, if you're a Windows user, you can grab a copy of Camtasia. If you're a Mac user, you can use ScreenFlow or QuickTime, I prefer QuickTime. And you sit down, you put on a headset, and you start recording all of these things that you're doing. And what's great about that is you have a system on file, number one. If you ever lose somebody, we can get back somebody back up to speed. It's also great to have because you can use it to scale. Once you have a team lead, they can bring on more people and go through the trainings with them. And as we know, business expands and contracts, right? So sometimes you want to go big, sometimes you want to go big, you want to go small, and, and you can do all that. Videos are the best way to do it. Now, at one, two, three, for years, you know, we, we know entrepreneurs inside now. We know business inside out. I've been an entrepreneur for over three decades. We've been servicing entrepreneurs for nearly a decade. And one thing that we know is that most entrepreneurs don't have a plan. So they have something that's working, but they have no consistent plan. And that's definitely a recipe for disaster. And for years, people would come to us with directives like this, do my internet marketing, do my social media. And of course, 
this is stuff we know how to do, but that is certainly not enough direction. So after years of kind of banging our head into a wall, we just said, we're going to come up with a solution for this. And we did. And so now what we do with our clients is when our clients come through, we give them the opportunity to have an outsourcing consultation with one of our senior level people. These are not our our uh, employees on the floor, these are our management team that have years and years, if not decades, of experience with outsourcing, business process, and marketing. And so we get on the phone with you and we talk about what your needs are and we literally put together a roadmap. And the roadmap, you know, first of all, it clarifies everything for you. You have, now you have a plan, you have a roadmap, but also that roadmap becomes the, the instructions as well for your virtual assistant. Now your, your, your virtual team knows what to do as well. And that's really key. It puts us all on the same page. We now have, you know, uh, SOPs and we have uh, milestones that we can, you know, achieve and it makes everything doable. And so we've really bridged that gap. We've bridged that divide. Um, and, and I think we've done Not just so that I, uh, I interrupt that a little bit just to get, uh, now having done this uh, for a while, do you have like a kind of um, like a template or maybe like a kind of a whited out uh, SOP that you can give to prospective uh, clients and tell them to go create something similar? Because I'll be honest with you, and let me be honest with you today, several times I've tried to use one, two, three, but when I think about all these steps I have to take, I'll tell myself, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it next tomorrow. Simply because I don't know. But if yeah, there's like a, yeah, but if there's like a step-by-step process or checklist or questionnaire that all I need to do is complete it, it helps. Do you have that? We do. So all of the, the templatized part, that's in-house. We don't share that and we don't okay. share that intentionally because okay. we know that people that come to us simply want it done for them. They don't want to work. They don't want to put together the system. And we, we get that. And so what happens is when you come through, we're going to ask you a series of questions. And then we're going to get on the phone with you. We're going to take our template. We're going to throw in what your needs are, use our expertise, and create the plan for you. And it's just, we've just learned over the years, we've tried that. We've tried it where we give you this template, you have to do it, and so on and so forth. But, you know, we know that people, entrepreneurs come to us when they're buried, right? They've got more on their plate than they've got time. The last thing they want is something more to do, right? We want to take that stuff off of their plate. So we'll actually walk you through the process. Okay, so and when the plan is together, they get a copy of their plan so they know what plan is being executed for them or they don't ever get a seat. No, they can see it. Yeah, once the plan okay. is done, we, we give it to them and we give so it to them. So they can follow system. through. They yeah. can follow it and yeah. see whether it's been executed properly Correct. or Absolutely. not. Okay, yes. awesome. I mean, this is uh, because that's what I want to know because I, I'm one of those people yeah. that know definitely I need to have a lot more outsource employees because it's killing me trying to do a lot of stuff that I do regularly. All right? So um, now I'm looking for that question that was really important to me. Um, you've answered most of it. Um, now, of course, if somebody um, gets um, comes to you and say, I want to outsource my services, and you guys go through the process, you assign a staff to them, obviously, right? They are not working from a pool. They are working from a specific employee that has a name and has a, a contact. Is that correct? Correct. Is that how you work? Okay, because yeah. some, some outsource agencies, you actually don't have an assigned employee right, right. Okay. so yes yeah, so you get assigned a project manager and then you actually have an employee and that person is assigned to you so they they're a dedicated agent now uh you can get full-time agents from one two three our our employees none of our employees work more than 40 hours a week so if you have a full-time employee they only work for you and nobody else now you can how also much does hire, it cost we haven't got uh, money 
1287 are full-timers around eight bucks an hour. Uh, but you can also hire us part-time too. So we have uh, 40 hour a month packages and 80 hour a month packages. And oh, so just keep in mind, just keep in mind though, if you had an 80 hour package, then we would take that employee and have them work 80 hours for somebody else. So, okay. you know, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But they, they'll be able to designate the hours that it work for me, for instance. If yeah, like so, so the way we do that is you tell us what hours you want every day. So you can't move the hours around every day, exactly. but, but you can say, yes, I'd like my employee available from 8 a.m. my time to noon my time, Tuesday through Saturday, if you want it, you know, okay. as opposed to Monday through Friday, whatever you want to do. And then we just follow that schedule. On a regular okay, basis. fantastic. Now, if somebody wants to do that, how does it start now? Where does it go? Sure. Yep. Just uh, go to 123employee.com. You know, we're, we're, we're open 24-5. So we're open, well, we're open 24-7. We pick up the five, the phones 24 hours a day, Monday through Friday. Uh, you can always call us, ask us questions, or place orders online. And, and then, of course, once you're ready to move forward, we can put you on the phone with one of our senior level people and get your plan mapped out for you as well. Okay. Fantastic, guys. There you have it. Uh, it's about time to get started in this game. Now, where do you see the, the no, I'm not done. I got two or three no, more questions. No, I know, just, no, but you said it's time to get started. So I'm like, yes, exactly, we gotta get started. Now, now where do you see the outsourcing industry going? I want, to, I want your crystal ball. Well, okay. the answer is I, I see it completely disappearing. Uh, I, I figure 20 years from now, what would be the point? Um, because with globalization, eventually uh, you'll, you'll pay everybody the same all over the world, right? It'll, it'll, it should just ebb and flow. We are certainly in the age of globalization, right? The, the, the playing field has been leveled by technology. Uh, eventually there will be a world currency as well, probably like Bitcoin. And um, I, I think 20, 30 years from now, there won't be outsourcing. Now, outsourcing will exist, but it'll be different. Oh, um, you said, hold on, I didn't even yeah. hear that. You're yeah. saying there may be no outsourcing again. Gone. Get out of here. So gone. what will we Absolutely have gone. this? What are we well, going to have? Well, what will happen is we'll still outsource and delegate it, but we'll, I think we'll, we'll, we'll certainly outsource and delegate, but I think we'll do it for different reasons. So, you know, today you do it to increase productivity and save money. Uh, I think eventually you will simply do it just for expertise. So it's like, okay, I don't know coding, so I'll hire a coder. But I'm not really doing it for the money arbitrage because I think eventually that will disappear. Interesting. Yeah, I think there's an ebb and flow. I mean, let's, let's look, let's compare U.S., to the Philippines. So in the Philippines, when we opened a decade ago, we were paying our employees much less than we pay them today, much less. Oh, less? And the, and the price is going much up? Much less. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. thought the price was going down. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> price is going up. It's going up consistently. And the reason why we knew this would happen, for the first time in the history of the Philippines, there's a burgeoning middle class, and that is all due to the call center industry. And so, of course, as we create this middle class, uh, inflation is going up. It's more expensive for them than ever. We have to pay them more than ever. And at the same time, you can find people to work for you in the, in the, in the U.S. for less and less, right? And so it's an ebb and flow. And eventually, you know, we'll pay our brothers and sisters the same amount we pay in Nigeria as we do in Rome. Okay, so basically the, uh, the distance barrier will basically melt away. And then it will come down to basically who has the skills and uh, basically open market information. You can get them. You're right, now that you say it, because with all those aggregate services like Fiverr, Upwork, and all yep. that, eventually everyone will merge, and it will be like the same price everywhere. You're right. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. What might change, though, is where your employee may not necessarily be 
in the same location with you. It won't matter anymore. As it already is starting not really matter, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I, I saw a software recently, I didn't even know that was that. I know you guys probably use it, where the employee logs on and you can actually see what they're doing all day. Okay? Absolutely. They have this software, they're signing. Yeah, that, that's been around for almost a decade. There, there's <sighs> all kinds of software to monitor you know, performance and what people are doing and mirror. And you know, yeah, I mean, it's just... Do we have that in one, two, three employee? If I hire an employee today, do I have we, that? We had it in the early days. We really did. Probably about three or four years into uh, us opening, we had it. And we had issues with it. Um, and, and we also, we tried to standardize everything we do. We tried to in the early days. Like we, we developed our own project management platform, tried to get everybody on it. And then, you know, everybody wanted to do their own thing. So now it's whatever you want to do. So we, we do have some in-house platforms that you oh. can certainly use. Okay, so, use so, if, so once I hire an employee, I can give him the software to log into so that I can monitor. Yes, okay. I like that. What, okay. Whatever you want. Yeah. Okay, great. Right, if, you, if you use Infusionsoft, you're going to use that. If you use one okay. shopping cart, you're going to use that. Okay. If, you use, if you use Basecamp, you're going to use that. If you use Slack, you're going to use that. Skype, okay. I mean, you name it. There's Fantastic. so many options. So, no, then that's good. So, like Radley said, so more control to the users and yeah. is, is universal. So, is, um, there's no... Wow, that is... I never thought about that, okay? That actually there's more control for the employer now than ever before. So sure. the fact that you're using an outsourced employee does not even mean you lose any control. The only thing you're doing is you're using a company that has vetted for you, has picked these people, has uh, come through a process, and you can still relate to them. I can definitely see that. And, uh, and I think that more or less is uh, uh, where everything uh, is going. And I'm happy to that you are one of the pioneers who's making this amazing. Uh, what will be your advice? And that's going to be my second to final question. But my final question is I'm going to ask you, what do you think about the Fearless Netpreneur magazine? We haven't gotten your testimonial on record. I want to get that. But what advice will you have for a newbie or somebody who's uh, trying to do digital marketing and is struggling now? What, what kind of advice will you give them as your parting shot? Sure. Well, you know, I'm kind of the king of shortcuts. So I always tell people, if there's a shortcut, I'll figure out a way to do it. <laughs> and, and, and as you can imagine, there's always the long road, right? And then there's always the shortcut. Uh, I'll give you an example was with, the, with my kids. Uh, when I was in my 30s, 40s, all my friends, uh, 30s, uh, all my friends were having kids. Uh, I didn't have kids, and then one day I showed up with two, and that's because my girlfriend came with two. I even <laughs> shortcutted the the child parenting uh, uh, aspect of my life, and so I've always found that no matter where you want to go, there's always somebody that's walked before you. I don't care what it is, anything, anything. There's always somebody that's walked before you, and if you can just latch onto them, they will take you on that shortcut, right? Because they can show you the way. You can you can take the long way, try to figure it out on your own, or you can grab somebody that's that's done it and be mentored by them or mirror and model what they've done, and that's your shortcut. And so I would absolutely say. You know, find somebody that's gone there before, follow that person. I mean, you wouldn't hire a financial advisor that hasn't had financial success. But if you had a financial advisor, although people do it all the time, right? But if you, but if you had a financial advisor that's had, had great success, then you would latch onto them and probably have some great success as well. And you want to do the same thing with your business. And also, don't, and it's so easy to do, but it's so easy to chase the next shiny, bright object find something, find a vehicle, find a technology, find an educational source and stick with it. Stick with it. Don't go hopping around because each time you go hopping around, you're starting all over again. Yes. And, and the way that you 
succeed in business is you pick a vehicle and you keep working on it. You don't quit. You keep working on it. You keep working on it. I've been in the outsourcing business for nearly a decade, which mm-hmm. is why I have a successful company because I stuck with it. I put in the time and I built upon my successes. All right. Thank you so much, guys. You had almost the same thing. The other groups have said that you just got to focus. You got to, you, and it takes time. This thing is not a get-rich-quick thing. You got to master your art before you can begin to be, to be dominant. Thank you so much, David. What do you think about the Fellas Netpreneur magazine? Oh, man. It's, it's the go-to magazine for entrepreneurs that aspire to greatness. Oh, wow. Thank How you so much. Is that a good that is, that, that's, that's a good quote. That's a good All quote. Right. I'm glad we like it. We, we will uh, continue to work with you on that because, like I said, uh, we're actually looking someone like you deserve a cover, but I want to make sure it's worth it. So we will be getting in touch with you, probably with your assistant, with some other aspects, because I'm going to cover every aspect, including those, those, reward, uh, those awards at the back. I want to cover those uh, yeah. when we get that, all right? All Thank right. you so much, Davin, for coming to the Fearless Netpreneur Show. We appreciate you, and we look forward to working with you. All right? Thanks, LP. Thank appreciate you so much. It, all right, bye-bye, bye-bye. guys.